You're listening to BFM 89.9, the business station. Good afternoon. You are with Shazmin Shamsuddin. And today on Bookmark, we're speaking to Sheila Singham about a book she feels is one of the best self-help books on the market. Welcome back, Sheila. Thank you, Shazmin. Okay, so it's Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway by Susan Jeffers. That's right. Yeah, I'm I'm sure you've read thousands of self-help books. Um, Why is this one of your favorites? Well, uh, I love the title. You know, every time you're going to do something, people will say to you, yeah, don't be scared, la. just do it, la. don't be afraid. But this book tells you to feel the fear and do it anyway. Because, you know, the fear is not going to go away. And if you're going to wait, and what she says is that if you wait for the fear to go away, it's never going to go away. And so that's going to, and if it's going to stop you from doing things, you're just going to be inhibited. But what I loved about this book is, first of all, the title attracted me. And I thought, this is exactly what I need to hear. Mm-hmm. So know? for you, when you're looking at, you know, rows and rows of books in that particular department at a bookstore, huh. the title has to scream at you and catch you, doesn't it? Yes, it does. The title has to scream at me. It has to be unusual. I always pick up unusual. Um, I mean, I was one of the first among my friends to read the, the curious incident of the dog in the night. You right. Know? And uh, strange books like that mm-hmm. really attract me. I'm like, okay, it... It's just so, you know, compelling. Another thing is that it, it the book has to kind of um, kind of resonate with what you're going through at a particular point in time. Mm-hmm. So this was the book where I, I encountered this book um, on when I was in the threshold of, of making some changes in my life. And what was stopping me was like I was petrified right. of taking the step. And then I, I encountered this book and I said, okay, let me just read it and mm-hmm. see what I can get from it. Yeah, plus, I, yeah. sorry, go yeah, on. Plus <laughs> the exciting title, you know. So it, those, it was those two components. It, it was the title and the fact that the title and the contents promised uh, some learning for me in right. that particular situation I was in. I'm one of those believers who who actually really believe that uh, when you are in need of something, a solution will, you know, sort of make its way known Absolutely. to you. And in, in a lot of cases, you could be walking in a bookstore and something just might catch your eye and there's a message for you right there. So how did this book help you and how do you think it can help others? Um, okay, what what happened is that at that point in time, I had some decisions to make in terms of career, in terms of relationship, and um, I was very discontented. I was very unfulfilled, very restless, and I knew I needed a change in my life in terms of the relationship I was in, in terms of the career I was in. I just, something told me that I had to get out of this, right? Now, a lot of people get these messages and they just kind of remain where they are for the next 25 years. Mm-hmm. But the thought of it made me just, you know. Depressed? Yeah, seriously <laughs> depressed. It actually made me want to like throw up, you know. Oh, it, dear. It, really, the thought that I was going to be in that stuck state. So I knew I had to do something, but there was always that fear. And fear, and what this book tells you is that fear is a natural thing. So don't, I mean, if you can't say, negate the fear and say, oh, no, I'll do it when there's no more fear, it ain't going to happen, you know. Mm-hmm. You've got to face that fear. You've got to allow yourself to feel it, and you've got to decide, you know. Uh, and she gives you the tools on how you can actually face that fear and um, 
while it's there to go out and do things to to make the fear less. Right. You know, so she she teaches you how to do that, and it was an amazing book. I'll, I'll seriously tell you, it was one of the books of the time. I'd I'd read a lot of self help mm-hmm. books before that. All of them had had a profound effect on me, but this one particular book. And at that time, I, I hadn't gone. F- this was like what, ten, twelve years ago. I hadn't gone for my NLP um, program, so right. I hadn't didn't have the tools as yet that I have now, which I'm able to use on myself and on others. So this was a book which um, I look at it, I, I read it, and I said, wow, I mean, I can use this stuff, you know. Okay. So it's not a new book. Okay, but it's sort of one of those timeless books, and I've seen it. It's it's sort of enjoyed a resurgence in in interest, a uh, 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 new lease of life. Right, because I've seen the new revised That's edition with the new right. cover and everything. Yeah, yeah, which just goes to mm-hmm. show that whether it's ten years or twelve years or twenty years, a good book which really addresses the the, the needs of people in a very specific way is just going to be timeless. You mean Norman Vincent Peale? People still reading his books, you right? Know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, feel the fear. Do it anyway. I guess. Fear is a major component of, of this book. I, I've you know read some reviews. I've not touched this book yet. I'm going to go out and get it afterwards. Uh, there are many different levels of fear, according to Susan Jeffers. Now, can you elaborate on that? Okay, so she talks about level one fears. She says those are the fears that you are afraid will happen to you, the things you, you fear will happen to you, like you know, aging, dying, getting cancer, loss of security, being alone, accidents. I mean, there's, there's at this point in time no evidence that it's going to be happening to you but you fear it and of mm-hmm. course that all goes back to your belief system right so that's one kind of fear and then you have again level one fears the fears that require an action like changing your career getting rid of a, a partner getting out of a bad relationship asserting yourself making decisions public speaking learning to ask yeah learning yeah. to ask in Malaysia I tell you we are also afraid to assert ourselves mm-hmm. we'll put up with crap service you know in in the <laughs> shops and restaurants because we are so afraid to assert ourselves at some the consequence of that you know mm-hmm. so um that's one kind of fear and then the the level two fears are those that involve the ego you know it's to do with your inner state of mind and they reflect your sense of self there are things where like like things like fear of rejection fear of failure fear of being cheated no fear of disapproval. I, I don't want to um, go and apply for a new job in case uh, I'm rejected and they don't take mm-hmm. me on. So there's this sense that I'm not good enough, you know, right. that kind of fear. And then the level three fear is just basically I can't handle it. I can't handle all those other things in level one and level two happening to me. I can't handle being rejected. I can't handle getting cancer. I can't handle it if, if my children were to fall ill, you know. Mm-hmm. So it it's... When when you when you say I can't handle it to every fear that comes to your life, and then you you shrink into a, a sort of a ball and say, okay, I, I'm not going to face it. I'm just going to sit here and wallow in this fear. And you know what? The fear just gets bigger and bigger and begins to consume you. But if you ask yourself just one question, you ask yourself one question: If you could handle anything that came your way, if you could handle this one thing that came your way. Okay, what would you possibly have to fear if you could handle? Because we fear handling it, we fear doing all those things, mm-hmm. all those things happening to us. But if it happens, or we go and do it, and we can handle the consequences, then what? What do we have to fear? And the answer really is nothing. Yeah. Right. And this, this reading this book, it taught me that um, whenever I was in the threshold of making a decision or facing up to something or doing something, the question I asked myself always was, 
Okay, so what's the worst case scenario here? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, can I face it? Will I be able to handle it? And I'm like, yes, I will be able to handle it. Yeah. Okay, and this is what I'll do to handle it. And once yeah. I faced up to that, I didn't fear that yeah. anymore. It, it's funny when you do ask yourself, so what's the worst case scenario? You you have to smile at it because if like if you can even go there in your thoughts, yeah, then you there's there's a way to handle it really exactly you know i mean i always tell people if you lose your job okay so you're retrenched and you lose your yeah. job what's the worst possible thing that will happen you don't have money to pay your bills you don't have money coming into the bank regularly mm-hmm. at the end of the month is that the end of the world no you can go and find other ways what are your talents what are your passions what are you capable of can you go and do two or three little jobs freelancing here create ways to earn an income i mean if you're a good cook and you've lost your job so go and set up a nasi lemak stand. What's wrong with that? It's like, and then there, there comes in that second fear, right? Mm-hmm. Fear of pride, you know. Yeah. What will people think if they saw me selling nasi lemak at the corner stand in my neighborhood? They'd think I was a failure. So when you have all these things playing inside of you, you've mm-hmm. got to resolve that. You've got to ask yourself, so what if they think I'm a failure? I'm earning an honest income as opposed to sitting around and crying and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and not getting money coming in yeah, at all. Yeah, not being productive. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so according to Susan Jeffers, author of Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway, which is what we're discussing today on Bookmark, how do you overcome that fear? Okay, there are a few ways. One thing she says is, she proposes, and I quote this, all you have to do to diminish your fear is to develop more trust in your ability to handle whatever comes your way. So basically, how do you develop more trust in your ability to handle things? You need to have that ability. So you need to start developing that ability, right? You've got to get the skills. You've got to start reading more. You've got to talk to people who've been through those experiences. You've got to equip yourself with all these tools so that if whatever happens to you, you you've got that, that panache you know, to, to be <laughs> able to go and face it, handle it, you know. So what she says is that, uh, she says that if you are going to give in to your fear, you're not going to grow. You know, for me personally, that was like a lease of life because I'm such a one growth is one of my very strong values. And if I don't grow and if I'm stagnating somewhere, I'll just feel like mm. you know, I'm being sucked into quicksand and I'm not living, you know. So I, I and it really when I read that it went zing in my head, okay, if I need to face my fear and get past it, I'm gonna grow. And so she says that the only way to get past your fear is to go out and do it. So if you fear changing jobs you're always going to fear changing jobs. So you're going to be stuck in the same job for 30 years. Right. All right. And Mm -hmm. you'll never know what it is to grow in your professional life. But if you have the fear of changing jobs, but you tell yourself, okay, here's the thing. I'm going to change jobs. Yeah, heck it. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to change jobs because that's where I want to be. It's going to give me the opportunity to learn new things, expand my boundaries. Now, if I decide that I go there and I don't like it, do I have to be stuck there? I've already changed jobs once, mm-hmm. right? I've got yeah. past the fear and done it, right? So I can do it again and mm-hmm. again and again. So the point is, if you've done something once, okay, you've, you've sort of like overcome the, the obstacle of, of fear once, you can do it again and again. And it becomes a skill. And like every skill, it, you know, with practice, it becomes, you become better and better at it. Right. So okay. that's one thing she says, right? She says, um, um, Doing it, going out and doing it increases the self-confidence. And the doing it comes before the feeling better. Okay, here I am in a position where I fear this impending change in my life, right? So if I think that I'm going to feel better 
and get over it and feel all comfortable about it and then go and do it, it's not going to happen. Okay. Right? I've got to go and do it. Okay? In spite of this fear and all these mm-hmm. nagging things inside of me, I just got to go and do it. Like Nike says, you know, just do it. Yes. And when you do it and you realize you can do it and you've gone past that fear and actually, wow, it, it's it's better. Yeah, you're still alive. Your hair's not on fire. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, it's a better situation. You feel better. Okay. And when you feel better, you get an increased self-confidence about yourself, about your ability to handle things. I mean, this this book was fantastic in the sense that I'll tell you, for me personally, I had some some seriously interesting career changes, right? From uh, as I've talked about this before, like from teacher to, to real estate negotiator, and then I was in training, and then I went to journalism, then I got back into training. And you were and singing as well. <laughs> not professionally, <laughs> no, but... not professionally, <laughs> yeah. And then I got out on my own. I'm doing my own um, business now, you know, mm-hmm. in professional development. Now, all of these, to, to a lot of people who look at me, they say, wow, wow, that's so brave. And I'm like, yeah, it is. But in the beginning, when I made the first career squi- switch, I was petrified. You know, here I was, I knew how to be a teacher. I didn't know how to sell property. I didn't know how to train people. I got the, I've got the paper qualifications la, to do all that. Mm-hmm. But to actually go out there and do it, but I just went and did it. I said, okay, worst comes to worst. If I don't make it there in those areas, I'll co- get back to teaching la, something that I know. Yeah. But once I went in there and acquired knowledge and I realized I could do it, I'm like, hmm, okay, somebody wants me to has offered me a job in journalism. Now, I made a switch from this to a com- a teaching to a completely different career. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I can make a switch from that career to journalism. And so I said, worst comes to worst, I go and be a writer, which is what I've always wanted to be. And if I can't hack it, go back and become, go back into training. You know? mm-hmm. so, right. Uh, so it, it's like, there is no wrong decision, you know. Yeah. Oh, well, we'll come oh, to I that later. That yeah. There is no wrong decision. You're listening to BFM 89.9, the business station.